Hey, what's up, guys? This is Carmela, and today we're going to be talking about The Farewell by Lulu Wang. As always, the first half of this episode will be non spoiler, and the second half will be spoiler filled.、Um, it's a very emotional movie, and I highly recommend it. So let's get into it. Watch with sound. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch with Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And today we're going to take a deep dive into the movie The Farewell, directed by Lulu Wang, stars Aquafina, Zima, Zhao Zhuzhen, and Diana Lin, distributed by our favorite A24. <laughs> Carmela, what do you think of the movie? I loved it. It was, a, it's a movie about like family, and like, I think that like really resonated with me personally. And not only family, an Asian American family.、Um, yeah, it was like very relatable in that sense of like representation.、Um, and I saw a lot of like qualities within like me with like the main character, and like a lot with like my own family members, with the、um, family members that were depicted as well. Not to mention you started bawling at the end of the movie. <laughs> yes. Tears started rolling down. And, and like the, after like, or like during the whole movie, I like did not need or like want to cry. And then like at the very end, I just like, it just came out. I just like start sobbing. And it's funny because I don't think Josh has ever seen me that emotional before. And what does he do? He starts laughing. Like, I, start, I start laughing and cracking jokes to make, <laughs> make it less he like, awkward. He like does not know what to do, so he just starts laughing. And he's like, Are you okay? And he's like, Ha ha ha. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, I'll be fine. No, but the thing is, it like hits you out of nowhere. Like you had like this serious face going on, and all of a sudden, like you like choked up. I was like, Okay, this I, is weird. I, I didn't expect it either. And like, It was funny because it continued to like the parking lot, and I was like outside the arc light, like, like crying. And he's I'm like, I'm still like walking he, with her. He's like, like two、uh, feet away from me. He just like does not know what to do. Like,、uh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's like, oh, are you okay? No, but yeah, it was obviously a very emotional movie.、Yeah. Um, it's a movie about culture, identity, and grief. Personally,、um, I'm obviously a, a like advocate for representation, obviously, but. Seeing this movie really, really hit me about representation. Like, even after the, like, a day after, I was thinking about it and I was getting really emotional because I didn't realize how much I corresponded with each character and how much I would have never guessed to see an all, Amer- or all Asian movie. And, like, 80% of them is them talking Chinese、yeah. or Mandarin. Like, it's so crazy seeing this movie, especially it being distributed pretty widely. And seeing it just be filled with Asians. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I was never super, super, like, in, like, I'm obviously, I love the representation, but I was never, like, super advocating for it. But、mm-hmm. after seeing this, like, I get the, f- I got, like, the full impact of it, you know? Yeah, you kind of, like, I think it's, like, because we pretty much, like, grew up here. So we don't, or, like, we, I, I personally, Didn't like really struggle like racial wise, like growing up. Like, I never went through anything terrible, like, thank God, I guess, like, in terms of like racial adversity. 
um, because I grew up in a place where everyone was like culturally accepting. Mm. Um, so like I guess that's why representation isn't like something we both weren't like growing up to be like very like ad like advocating for. Um, but yeah, I think this movie and I think the other movie that made me feel like truly good about like I guess good about being Asian was like create the movie Crazy Rich Asians. I really felt like the impact that movie made like worldwide because it just had such a universal appeal. And I think the same with this movie has it has such a universal appeal, even though it's a movie based on like a Chinese family and most of the movie is in subtitles. It's crazy. Yeah. I, th- I think with Crazy Rich Asians, like I got the representation there, but like with The Farewell, I got like the relatability, like actually yeah. relating with the character and seeing that they look like me. It like hit me even more and like thinking about it the next day, like it impacted me so much. Like I was about to tear up. Like I don't know why. Like I was just thinking about it super deeply. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a great movie. Aquafina killed this role. She was so freaking yes. good. I like, I am like so impressed with her, like, I guess, journey as an actress. Yeah. Like, she start or she is a comedian, and she was primarily in, like, comedic roles, and I think this might be one of her first serious or dra- dramatic roles. Yeah. yeah. It's a deeply emotional movie, so get ready to cry. <laughs> um, yeah. I highly, we highly recommend The Farewell um, if you're up for a very emotional journey. But so the premise is that um, the main character's grandma has been diagnosed with cancer, but it's culturally inappropriate to tell the grandma that she has cancer. So the family keeps like this whole big secret and basically is like, with, or joins her for her last few days. And the main character struggles with like the secret, basically. And like always, this has been the spoil-less part of the episode, and now we're going to take a deep dive, so let's get into it. All right, so if you got to this part of the episode, this is where the spoilers start flying around, so if you haven't watched The Farewell yet, stop listening to this part. Um, If you want to listen to it for no reason at all, go ahead, but The Farewell is definitely a movie that you should see and experience yourself. Um, so Carmelo, what are your thoughts? I I really liked this movie because it was it just felt like such a real experience and it actually was. Um, it's based on like the director's actual experience of her like is it her grandpa or grandma? Grandma. Her it grandma. Like it's like actually grandma. actually like a play by play, I guess what would happen. Okay, yeah. Of her grandma actually like it's like the truest like story I think I've seen that I've related to so much. Yeah. Um and I just love how candid it was about like, you know, family and grief and I think personally I've experienced or this year I've experienced my fair share of family and grief and I just like couldn't believe how accurate the depiction was of like knowing that your loved one is going to pass soon and like basically like really cherishing each moment you think you have with them um and Aquafina like killed it when like every interaction she had with like her grandma felt like genuine genuine like it felt like it was actually like there them too you know yeah and like full of like love and like even the way her like empty stares at like like blank stares at like empty corners because you know she's thinking about um like she's basically like grieving already right and like everyone else is grieving already in the family and um yeah it just 
I just could not believe how real it felt. Yeah, it was definitely a movie about just like the grief and awkwardness of having the secret yeah. and keeping it from this one person <laughs> that you're keeping the secret from. And like, even with that, that part of the movie sort of creates this secret layer of emotion this keeping the secret and like how they sort of react to how the grandma is going to die soon um so uh, essentially this is like a chinese tradition that if they if someone's someone has cancer someone is dying you don't tell them and essentially they explain it as like we take all the the burden and the grief so she doesn't have to so her like last life or her last days of her life are burden-free and sort of, like, lets her live her life normally without having to worry about dying or anything like that. And it's crazy, too, because I didn't know that not not only, like, Asian cultures do this, but other cultures as well. Oh, like, have, which ones? She was talking about, like, Middle Eastern people have done this before. Oh, yeah. Like, Irish people. Like, it's literally a culture that, or, like, a thing it's that It's, like, other, a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a thing. And this is my first time hearing it. Me, like, too. I never knew that people actually do this. And um, before watching the movie, I was like, why would they lie to her about that? And while, after watching the movie, I kind of got convinced as to why they <laughs> yeah. did this, you know? Like, I yeah. kind of, like, saw why this was happening. And it was, it's like, what did they say in the movie? It was, they believe that the fear of dying was what, like, killed, like, yeah. what kills people. Is what actually kills people. Yeah, not... She could die happy or she could die like a fearful life and that yeah. ruins herself in general. It, it's like this whole thing about um like the knowledge like if you know something bad is going to happen to you you'll feel like you'll feel bad. So I guess they think it's sort of a mental thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you're going to live your life being like optimistic and like in blissful ignorance, like you're going to be totally fine in the end. And I think that is very telling for how like us like western folk i guess like we we grew up in america and you know like we're used to like transparency when it comes to like you know our health and problems like that and typically like you know if you're dying of cancer you'd want to know right so you can know how to get better um and like that's i guess that's the also an interesting like difference between like the western eastern cultures um and traditional and like new way of thinking yeah the way they sort of like portrayed it too like it's so selfish of one to know that they're dying they kind of made it like it's selfish for them to know or to like to like share that information yes, yeah. and it was like your responsibility to carry that burden for them kind yeah. of thing like it's not you're one on life it's this group of people's life yeah. it's this family's life yeah and you can't keep that to yourself you know like you can't have this secret be told to her and ruin it for her yeah and it's so interesting because like that's what kind of like convinced me that it's fine you know like i like it's like okay that makes sense because she's not only dying but part of the family too is dying and it's like it like like it shocked me because like i was like whoa that does make sense like yeah. the way they kind of said it and like um the way they kind of handled it it made sense, a lot of sense to me um so like um the movie goes on to having a fake wedding just to sort of <laughs> orchestrate like, orchestrate like all of them coming together and, and i can't believe that was what happened like in real life like that literally happened um with her cousin like he went through this like fake wedding and he like 
literally starts like sobbing like right after because he's like so sad yeah. and overwhelmed with emotion um and it's amazing to see how much they went through to like keep the secret and spoiler alert extra spoiler alert it worked the, yeah she lives she's like she's not she's in remission or is cancer free but she was like supposed to die within like uh, yeah the month or yeah, a couple really months soon. and she's been like alive for like six or seven years now after she was diagnosed and when they showed at the end of the movie i got fucked up because that part dude, was I'm so insane fucking bald. i, I think like, that's what i was like because <laughs> like holy shit like oh my god like it's probably the biggest plot twist like, yeah ever. I, no idea i like legit thought she was gonna die yeah. i i said farewell like with the family like as the audience like you know you go through this entire farewell with them you're like all right i've accepted it gonna happen because she's like yeah she's like a really fun grandma like she's really cool she's like the grand like she's like you know you're lola like exactly she's like, yeah I'm, I'm gonna tear up dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my man. laughs> um but like as we we're saying before in the first part of the episode it was very very relatable very very representative and one thing like right off the bat is when they start talking on the phone uh aquafina and the grandma mm-hmm. Um, they just go off lies and sort of try and make themselves feel better. And, like, yeah. that's where I kind of related because um, on the phone, you could obviously hear the hospital talking in the intercom. Yeah. And Alkafini is like, what's that? <laughs> Grandma's like, oh, it's nothing. And obviously it is she's something. She's like, I'm at someone's house yeah. or something. And, like, it's she's getting checked up and everything, but, like, they lie. She, like, doesn't want her to worry, so she exactly. lies. Exactly. Same thing on Alkafini's end. Like, oh, how is that? How's the application? She's yeah. like, oh, uh, it's, I'm still waiting for it, yeah. even though she already knows she got denied. And that's already, like, the first hint I got of being relating to the characters is because I do it all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, there's never a point where if it's something that's heavy, I tell the truth. Because it's, it's a hard burden to bear, and especially even with going to this movie, it's, it plays into how you take your burdens and how you... Uh, sort of show your emotions with your family members and that's something like i got like i was like whoa that's crazy like, holy shit i do yeah like that that's, all the time yeah but like it's that's like obviously what i've done in the past like it's like so like yeah ugh. yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah it, i totally forgot about that conversation in the beginning and i think that was a perfect way to open the movie like on lies yeah, yeah. Like, i was like wow that's really good <laughs> on lies i was like damn that's pretty accurate um, something that um, I didn't entertain at first, but did you think Nai Nai knew that she was gonna die? Cause like, if you look, think about the evidence, like, once Aquafina gets to the apartment where they're all in, she goes to her and says, "Stupid, stupid girl," essentially saying like, "You you're ruining it for the rest of them. Don't act like emotional." <laughs> I think, I don't think she knew she was gonna. I think she knew she was like gonna die but not like i think she was fooled to believe that she got better and i don't know i just think from the way she was acting like trying to like prolong her life kind of thing i don't know i think she really believed it because if you think about it um she also did this with her husband so she's not That's true she's not new to this idea she goes to the hospital her sister says, oh, it's just benign shadows. And she's like, oh, really? Like, she even, like, was like, really? That's, that's weird. Um, and, like, how she takes 
her son's special medicine. She kind of takes it willingly, thinking that it would help her as well. I think, I think she believed it because she lived. And I think if she didn't believe it, she would have died. So she believed that... You think she believed that she was fine? Yeah. Interesting. I think she believed she was fine, and that's why she was fine. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Like the, the, I, like, the whole thing about this movie is, like, you know, the power of, like, belief, mm-hmm. I guess, right? And, like, you know, and how sickness might just be a mental thing. Not saying, like, you know, if you have cancer, you just have to believe you don't have it and you'll be better. But I think in the context of this movie, I think she really believed she was fine and therefore she was fine. Yeah, it's interesting, too, to think about if, like, if she did know, she kind of played it off for the family. Yeah. So she, she did know, she, too. like, didn't kill the vibe. Like, she's yeah. like, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to be a family. Like, regardless if she's if she's dying or not, she's going to be, she's going to put on the face for them, you know? And yeah. sort of uh, play the part of being okay and just being the grandma that they know and love. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting how, if you think about it, she might have known. She might have known. Honestly... Can you imagine? I can imagine her knowing and then, like, tricking herself to, like, believe she was better for her family. Yeah, I can see that, too. Just to sort of play their game as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (sighs) The whole movie was sort of like an internal battle between, I guess, the cultures of Western and Eastern. Because Aquafina was the the middleman, essentially. She was from America, where they usually tell the sickness, and then she's trying to battle her Eastern identity of how people know, like, people don't know if they're going to die or not. Yeah, and I I remembered this part in the movie where she sort of breaks down, and she's like, I remember visiting, like, your old house, and um, you never told, and then she was talking to her mom, she's like, you never told me we were like gonna move to America oh, yeah. all of a sudden, that and then, crazy. and she essentially like lied to her daughter, and then she was like, and I never got to see like that life or that friend ever again because yeah. of like that lie, and she was like, basically bringing up a point where being or like being ignorant about something like sort of harmed her in a way, um, and that it's not all. It's like that's not always like the best thing to do to yeah. like prevent someone from being hurt because she did end up being hurt and she was still hurt like years later. Yeah, and like especially with being Eastern culture, they sort of saw value in Aquafina and like I think the whole Eastern and Western move kind of messed with her identity. Yeah, it really like impacted how she looked at her culture and especially how they looked at her as an investment. You know, like. The, the sister, I believe, wanted to send her son to America to get a better education and everything like that. And they're sort of trying to battle of like which culture is the best and which culture is going to yeah. make that return investment, essentially. And it's interesting that they see their children as investments because that's essentially what our parents do with yeah. us. They kind of want to have us to have the best job possible to sort of you know, return the investment, essentially. I think, well, I don't know, well, Josh and I are both the graphic designers, and I think that's very atypical for, I guess, an Asian, like, 
family, namely Filipino, because most of us are nurses. Um, but yeah, I think it's very atypical for us to choose a career in the arts. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very um, accepting and quote unquote Western for our families to be accepting of our like career paths. I know like my mom was very like sort of lazy affair about it. And she was like, like basically do what you love. And I was like, holy shit, that's like this new world thinking like this is awesome. Um, how did your like parents take that? They were confused at first because like what the hell is a graphic designer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, these they were kind of like still kind of pushing other majors. It's like, oh, you could be a businessman. <laughs> how about yeah. a nurse? A doctor? Yeah. 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 Um, but ultimately, they're like, okay, if you want to <laughs> do this, like we're fine with it. I yeah. guess they really have no choice at that point, and they're but they still like support me regardless, which yeah. is so crazy to me too because. Knowing them, I didn't think they'd support, like, an art major, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy that they uh, supported that. I just realized in this movie as well, like, um, Aquafina's character, I don't I think she's a writer trying yeah. to get a, I don't know, a fellowship with the Guggenheim yeah. Museum. Um, and so, yeah, I think she has, like, a career in the arts, and it's very, like, a very, I guess, millennial, like, yeah. thing to do. Um, and her parents aren't, like, super they're like supportive but they're they know she's like struggling and they're like why don't you like do you need help like do you want to move back home and she's like no i'm fine i can do this myself (laughs) i was thinking about that too because like when they're talking about how they're trying to return invest like yeah they talk about how aquafina was a piano once piano player once and that's sort of also an asian field but altogether she's not returning that investment and it's like again the eastern western battle um like the eastern that family the sister family i I think is rich they look rich they sound rich yeah i believe yeah and then the western they're kind of not struggling but they're not the the best place it's like a different like type of like well like in china i know like her sister was i'm sure she was well off and like in new york i think her parents were probably like middle class um and i also think that's something that people over or like in asian countries who aren't living in america might not understand because i know like some of my relatives used to have like or had this perception that like anybody who lived in america was wealthy basically and that we had a lot of money when in reality we were like on like the lower like lower like middle class section of like middle like america and like they i think they have like this like other view of america where it's like oh if you like, like they don't have a full scope of yeah. things. It's a land of opportunity as yeah. far as they know. And yeah. That's, like, why they want to send their kids and everything here. Yeah. Another part that kind of got to me as of, as regards to, like, relatability was the mom. Because the mom <laughs> was very tough love, very, like, get on your feet. And, yeah. like, uh, like that's, the, that's one part that I kind of got emotional. Because it's kind of like my mom, like... The way she kind of reacts is like, don't cry. Like, what are you going to just cry all day? Like, <laughs> that's not going to solve anything. And, yeah. like, sort of, like, just be strong and don't, don't like, just be down in the dumps all the time. And, like, I know, like, thinking about it, watching that part, I know a lot of, for for lack of a better term, white people, <laughs> when they watch that movie, they're going to be like, wow, what a mean mom. But it's like, no, that's a mom. <laughs> like, like, dude, that's my mom. Yeah, that's like, exactly how we live. Like, <laughs> She told me to suck it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? don't be, don't cry all the time. Like, she's mean. <laughs> oh, 
that's funny. Yeah, like, um, my, she reminded me of, like, one of my aunts. She's, like, very tough love type of deal. And the, her sister, the other aunt, like, also reminded me of one of my aunts. Um, and, like, the type of bickering they had, I think, really yeah, reminded exactly. me of my own relatives. Like, you know, all that, like, you, comparing each other's kids. Trying and, to see like, better. Yeah. Trying to see who's better, who's, like, going to a better school and all that or whatever. The way this movie was shot, too, was uh, really tight. Because <laughs> I think any sort of studio apart from A24 would make it this, like, grand, you know, like, this grand... Yeah, it would have been, know, like, like, uh, like a little extra. Like, yeah. this was... It felt like it was shot... Like, you were really there in the streets of wherever they were shooting. Yeah. Shanghai? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. I'm so sorry. They, it was, like, really shot in China and really shot in New York. Um, and I love how it took you down in, like, the streets and you saw all the smoke and, like, you kind of, like... You could, like, visually, like smell and even like feel that you were there especially like the color she uses like very drowned mm-hmm. like even like bright colors supposed to be brown are still drowned you're like muted and like the wedding too like it was sort of <laughs> this grand gesture but also really sad like it yeah had this hint of like gray and like monotone colors in a sense very somber yeah and like the way it looked like it's so it was like a celebration but still very sad and yeah emotional. and i think um Especially what, like, Lulu Wang went through to film this movie. I think she had a really great vision. And, like, especially with her hand being in this movie, like, I think it captured the emotion really well. Because especially since she's been through it, she's the only one that would know how this feels. And, like, sort of how it would be portrayed, essentially. Yeah, and I think she I think she captured the unity of her family um, very well. Like, there were a couple shots where they were, like, slow motion and they were, like, all walking down the street together and it really felt like like they were a group of people like carrying this burden they were like yeah walking to you know like from and away from like certain places and they were really all in it together and i, I really like those shots yeah those shots are so tight yeah. they're like walking down the slow motion like, like yes. pan on like the faces yeah, and, like, yeah i would never see this coming and like yeah. <laughs> having this like full asian cast yeah um even with that like even with them even with just being an asian cast like as said before, is it's 80% Mandarin Chinese speaking. And like, even there's parts where they speak Mandarin Chinese and there's no subtitles. It's sort yeah. of like a self-defining part. Like, you know what's happening. You don't need to know what they're saying. Yeah. It's like, you know what the emotions they're saying. Um, and apart from that too, they kind of go into the different things that people do in funerals and like when grief happens, like they hire that professional crier. <laughs> yeah. um, and the mom sort of like retaliates that and says, just because I'm not crying doesn't mean I'm not emotional. Yeah. And like, it's, uh, that part is so crazy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and um, I know with, I was like looking through different videos about this movie. Um, I learned about like Lulu Wang and the process of her filming this. There are a bunch of different studios that wanted to do this story after they heard it on the American Life podcast. She essentially says the whole movie in this podcast. Um, but so many big studio names were asking her to do it. One of them being Disney, which is crazy Dang. enough. <laughs> um, but as she was shopping around these studios, she asked her mom, like, if I do this big studio, I could buy you a house right now and it'd be all good. But the mom was like, that's dumb. I already have a house. <laughs> and which is a really Asian answer. Like, yeah. why buy me something that I already have? Yeah. Um, but then she follows up with saying, 
Um, but this is your baby. This is your movie. This is what you want. Don't let our don't let me affect it because you're gonna want this vision how you want, it, and you shouldn't shop around for the biggest dollar because it's your vision. Very and Western of her. That's yeah. very like <laughs> like very like supportive, and it's very very nice of her to say. Um, I know some of the changes that um, the studios wanted to make were like they wanted to make it like uh, an all American cast and mm-hmm. not all like Asian cast. Um, and I know they said that like they thought the stakes weren't high enough, whereas like um, you know it's like oh the grandma is like gonna die, like why should like people care about that kind of thing and. Like, the other change they wanted to make was to have um, the main character, Aquafina's character, be the one to go through a fake wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially turning into a love story. Yeah, they, like, wanted to add all these other different elements so that it appealed to basically more people. And so more people, or they thought, like, more people would care about it. Um, But, of course, like, she, like, didn't go through with it because it didn't tell, like, the authentic story. Yeah. They really wanted to Americanize it. Yeah. Like, Papafina meets this American boy and, like, they have a fake wedding, but they fall in love. Essentially just drowning out the the actual story, which is the grandma. It would, like, betray the entire movie, basically. Um, And I'm really glad she never gave in to, like, those changes. Um... And I'm really thankful for A24. Yeah. She, like, Lulu Wang really went through a lot with this movie. Because even when filming this movie, they're trying to put her movie sort of, like, in a box. They're like, oh, what genre is it? Is it American? Is it Chinese? Yeah. Like, what? how Asian is this, you know? Um, the best response she did for the genre thing, she's like, oh, what genre is it? Well, what genre is your life? <laughs> oh, dang. Like, how are you going to describe your life yeah. in what mood? And that's so sick to say, like, for her to say. <laughs> what genre is your life? What genre is your life? Um, yeah, I'd call it a drama. That's the genre, I guess. Would you? Because it's also very funny. It's very, like, suspenseful in a sense. I, I'd say it's more more drama than anything, I think. Drama? Yeah, like if like I'd say the percentage wise more drama like, I guess like forty percent comedy you know like that's true whatever, um, especially with like, even with her putting being put in the box like, the way she approached this film was very raw on herself like it seemed like she didn't take anyone in consideration but her vision which is great because, if you think about it there's no explaining her culture deep diving you know there's no explaining yeah. like why it was the way it was you know why is it mandarin why is it this why is it that why do they do this sort of a thing it's just like this happens and that's it you know yeah and that's like the main part that i liked is because she sort of stuck to her vision it's and it's also incredible how like rare it is to find like an original story like this too and to get it out and have it be as authentic as it is it's just like she had to go through like so many hoops to like get this made and like get it released and everything and like i don't know i i'm so excited that like she actually got it made and i can't wait to see what she does next yeah because like if you go through the videos of her talking and everything like she went through a lot and like the way it was filmed is like it's just like perfect because i could only imagine if i was in that position to like so like Disney or something like yeah take it go ahead like yeah, give me like, all the money God, give Disney? me all the money like dude yeah but she really took this in consideration and like I don't know it's crazy and talking about also taking in the end where 
whew, or they're in the cab and they're like crying and like she hugs her goodbye like oh, that part got me so messed up because like <laughs> that's like how it kind of plays if she knew or not because like she yeah. hugged her as if like it was the last time yeah, like, <laughs> like i may never see you again yeah and she looks back at like the window and the rear window in the cab and she sees her grandma yeah. just like and like the grandma like breaks down yeah and like just thinking about the whole movie whether she knew or not knew it's sort of like herself actually breaking down yeah like if her holding her sickness she actually starts breaking down and like oh my god and like thinking about the emotional burden like saying if she did believe it or not taking on the emotional burden she breaks down like and like a movie about you know like death and grief really gets you thinking about you know like like that moment where you think it's the last time she sees your grandma and if you really think about it every moment every time you say goodbye to someone in general is maybe the last time yeah. you see them and of course people don't think about that every time but it's like true you know yeah especially for her circumstance like she's like even if she didn't have cancer or any sickness she's old still yeah you know? she's old like you it's never like, know and like oh my god it's like so sad there's also the addressing the bird part you know the part oh, where the yeah. bird comes in yeah. and the bird comes out and like in um, the end where she makes that noise yeah um lulu wang said that this sort of represented the movie in general um sort of creating like this perspective like if you believe that this is right or wrong, then you perceive it that way and it sort of, the movie works for you. But if you think you sort of don't care about the movie, then the movie doesn't work at all. And that's what kind of what the bird is, is like, if you take that burden to something more meaningful, mm -hmm. the movie will- Then it is. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be meaningful to you. Yeah. But if you don't take that bird seriously or meaningful at all, then it's not for you kind huh. of thing. okay. Yeah. I like yeah. that she considered that point of view some people may have yeah um thinking about it too like even like in a couple of weeks i'm gonna be going to the philippines to visit my grandma oh yeah and i was like holy shit like it's <laughs> like 90 right yeah it's like the perfect time to watch this movie before i leave <laughs> she's not sick right no she's not that's i hope not oh, i hope not <laughs> she's fine <laughs> so um I wanted to ask you. No. <laughs> Just kidding. If this ever came up, do you want your family to tell you that you're sick? Dude, the fuck, man. <laughs> That's super hard. Um, knowing me, I think I if they did decide to not tell me, I would know. <laughs> Honestly, like I would have a feeling. Um, and if they did or didn't tell you, do you think? this sort of belief of like you being fine would work for you health-wise? I think it would, honestly. Especially if I'm that old, I'm just like chilling. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're cool, I'm good. Yeah. All right, just gotta like keep going, keep getting better or whatever. I think it would work for me. Yeah. How, how would you feel? Cause think, yeah, thinking about it, I'm like, if I were to believe, say like right now, I get diagnosed with cancer, and I know about it. I'm going to be tripping like, out. freaking out, <laughs> yeah. right? If I don't get diagnosed with cancer, I'm like, all right, cool. I can just live my life how I live it. Um, but the argument is, is like, don't you have stuff to do before you die? Yeah. Like, don't you want to do things before you die? And that part was what sort of broke my argument down, because, like, at the same time, yeah, I'd want that, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to 
count my days. You know, yeah. I want it just to be natural, essentially. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be, like, living out the last, like, of your days living in, like, fear and misery, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Like, grieving for yourself, essentially. Yeah. And that's why I kind of like how this movie had the idea of, like, grieving for her, you know? Yeah. Creating that ending with her and for her. Especially I, I think song. I sobbed for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had I, to break down I all think of we it. were crying. I was crying for the both of us. And with that, Lulu Wang definitely made a beautiful film. Aquafina definitely killed it in this role. And we really have nothing else to say about this movie <laughs> except cry about it, to be honest, because I'm pretty sad right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm so yeah. bummed out. But um, amazing movie, amazing debut by Lulu Wang. And... Aquafina can't wait to see what role she takes on next. And a great, great representation. Really related to me. Really got me emotional thinking about it. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. This has been Watch With Sound. Follow us on Instagram at Watch With Sound. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple. And keep on watching, everyone. Don't cry. It's okay.